Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen. With me, as always, is Riley Clark. And we are in episode 117. And we're back from our hiatus. You might be asking yourself, why are we howling? That's because we're part dog, part man. We are the dog men. Yes, little did you know... The Michigan myth was actually just me and Trevor all along. Because, oh, oh, So, this is a topic we have talked about. We tried to talking, cover it. We talked about talking about it. We talked. We tried to talk about it on the Indie Pods United podcast. It just doesn't ever work because everybody wants to hear the ghost stories. Yes. So, we're finally, at 100 epi- 117 episodes, finally getting to the legend of the dogman. It's the one legend that Michigan has kind of laid claim to. It is the Michigan lore. It is. It, it for is sure is. Our Bigfoot, so to speak. I mean, it's huge. So I'm going to give you guys a little rundown of the wiki. I mean, honest to God, wiki is not the worst site to use for finding out information. People usually put good info on there, so I'm not going to discredit it. But it's also one of the easiest ones to find information on. So here we go. In Michigan folklore, the Michigan Dogman was allegedly witnessed in 1887 in Wexford County, Michigan. The creature is described as a seven-foot-tall, blue-eyed or amber-eyed, bi- amber-eyed bipedal canine-like animal with the torso of a man and a fearsome howl that sounds like a human scream. Just like that. A lichen is what it sounds like. According to legends, the Michigan Dogman appears in a 10-year cycle that falls on years ending in seven. Sightings have been reported in several locations throughout Michigan, primarily in the northwestern quadrant of the Lower Peninsula. In 1987, the legend of the Michigan Dogman gained popularity when disc jockey Steve Cook at the WTCM-FM recorded a song about the creature and its reported sightings. We should play the song. We can. We'll play it towards the end. Okay. Okay. We'll wait on that because, honestly, the song is super funny. It so, is great. Here's a little history. This creature was unknown to most of the modern world until very late in the 20th century. It is said to have been stalking the area around the Manistee River since the days when the Adwa tribes lived there. Adwa? Is that how you say that? O-D-A-W-A. Adwa? Is that? Yeah, it sounds right. Authentic sources for sightings made prior to 1987, however, have never been documented beyond Steve Cook's song discussed below. The first alleged encounter of the Michigan Dogman occurred in 1887 in Wexford County when two lumberjacks saw a creature which they described as a human man's body and a dog's head. In 1937, in Paris, Michigan, Robert Fortney was attacked by five wild dogs and said that one of the five walked on two legs. Reports of a similar creature also came from Allegan County in the 1950s and in Manistee and Cross Village in 1967. I'd believe Manistee 100% because of the forest. All these stories are linking up to sevens, though. Oh, interesting. 1987, 1937, 1967, I'm guessing... 
1957. Uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, that I didn't even put two and two together when they said it comes in sevens. Yeah. That's interesting. Every 10 years on a seven. I, I wonder why seven. I don't know. I really don't. It seems kind of weird, eh? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, what is what is seven even synonymous with? Like, you know, six, six, six is the mark of the beast, but like sevens, I don't know. I'd have to like actually look into it to be completely honest with you. And you got the quick fingers because I don't. <laughs> I'm literally typing in on Google. What does the fullness in life, the number of perfection? Perfectione. I, that's interesting, though. It's a perfect dog man, or it's a perfect rendition so of a beast. It's- it's one of the secret numbers we see that is a symbol of perfection and a symbol of eternal life. Hmm. What if the dog man's eternal? Yeah. Like it just maybe. doesn't die. It just lives maybe. on forever. Every 10 years, it comes back to life for a year. How long does it last when it's around? You think for the holy, like the, uh, the seventh year, it's there the whole time? Yeah. I would believe it. I'd say like the full year and then the same day that it would came out. On that day oh, next year, it's goes poof. back to wherever it came it's from. Finished. What if it's an alien? It's an interesting alien. It kind of reminds me of uh, Mothman a little bit. How Mothman's seen during catastrophic events? Yeah, he's he's not seen very often outside of that. Like he uh, maybe he is. I mean, who knows? I don't live in West Virginia, but still. But that, that's what I I took away from when we. You think he's like Mothman. an omen then? Like the dog man's more of an omen for like an a Maybe. bad event around our parts i guess i th- then again you don't they didn't it wasn't synonymous with like the stories but there also was not terrible terrible stories from what i know most of the stories of dogman are just like brief encounters like sightings more or less yeah I don't like they know just see a glimpse like super violent like he's ripping some poor dog in half that's somebody's pet other than the guy that was attacked by five wild dogs but he wasn't attacked by dog man no he one dog man was in the grew of five of them you think it so Thanks if it's wolves. we don't have wolves here anymore though no not not, well, anything. not in the lp i mean there, there might be like wolves in michigan but they're like not not, in the LP. not roaming not in the lower peninsula no and if if there are they're like in Taking kennels, real quick. yeah, and and lit- we had we had a, an incident this year, I think, where uh, a kennel had a, like a bunch of dogs get out, and there was like a group of wolves that got out, and they went and shot them all, unfortunately, because they were like, we can't have them running around. No, they're too wolves. They're dangerous. Are dangerous. I mean, I hate Especially to say when it. They're a pack. Yeah, I mean, they're people underestimate how big wolves really are dude they're like 120 130 pounds yeah and it their their teeth are a lot bigger a lot sharper and they are very intelligent uh-huh that's why it's like yeah they're dogs but they're also like feral hunters like they know how to kill yeah whether they're in kennels or not like i hate when people say oh wolf's well, a kennel wolf what it still has that instinct to kill just like humans have an instinct to to kill you know food like think about it in like instinct wise like everybody has the maternal instinct in their brain to become a parent one day like it might kick in harder for others but like at the end of the day you'll know how to take care of another person because you've took care of yourself just like if you're hungry you're gonna know you're how to gonna feed yourself exactly regardless of what it takes you're thirsty you're gonna go find something to drink like it's it is an instinct that it's it's like a chemical reaction in your brain that makes you do that stuff yep. so dogs are the same way and wolves are the same way. We can't we can't literally sit here and say, well, this is why they act the way they do, 
because we don't really know like you, we can't literally talk to a dog and be like he said this and he's feeling like that like no dogs act on complete like a different wavelength than what people do like we have the most intelligent brain out of any species on this planet so by far by far monkeys are pretty damn close but i mean they can't teach go own. to space that's true well we can send them to space <laughs> <laughs> we can send them to space but they can't get there by themselves no so i think it's a good time to kind of talk about this song a little bit the cook song in 1987 disc jockey steve cook at WTCM FM in Traverse City, Michigan, recorded a song titled The Legend, which he initially played as an April Fool's Day joke. He based the song on Miss Legends from North America, and he never heard of an actual Michigan dogman at the time of the recording. Quote from Steve Cook I made it up completely for my own imagination as an April Fool's prank for the radio and stumbled my way into a legend that goes all the way back to Native American times. Crazy. Cook maintains his skepticism about the possibility of a real dogman, he said, on the matter. I'm tremendously skeptical because I've sort of seen the way folklore becomes built from the creation of the song to what it's turned into. But I do believe people think they saw something, really did see something. I also think that Dogman provides them with an avenue to explain what they could not explain themselves. And it's very possible that people have seen some type of creature that really is alive, and we have no classification for it. Right, totally. Especially if it dates back years and years and years. It's very possible. Or what do they... we always say? Well, and if it's if if it's also goes back to Native American times, Wendigos. Right. I hate it to say that too. Exactly, because you you're gonna tell me like you're gonna see something in the woods that's standing on two legs, has a, a head of an animal but a body of a man, and you're gonna be like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, no, I'm probably not. Touch on that here a little bit. Cook recorded the song with a keyboard backing and credit it to Bob Farley. After he played the song, Cook received calls from a listener who said they had encountered a similar creature. And the next weeks after Cook played the song. It was the most requested song on the station. He also sold cassettes of the song for $4 and donated proceeds from the single to the animal shelter. That's awesome. Over the years, Cook has received more than 100 reports of the creature's existence. In March 2010, the creature was featured on the episode of Monster Quest. In January 2017, the creature was featured in the Season 2 Great Lakes Wolfman, Dogman, Wendigo, Monsters and Mysteries in America. Other references to Dogman include YouTube channels, including Dogman Encounter, Radio Dogman Narrative, Scary Stories, New York City Campfire Tales, Dogman Encounters with Jeffrey Nadoli, and Lilith Dread. Cook later added verses to the song in 1997 after hearing a report of an animal break-in by an unknown canine at a cabin, Luther, Michigan. He re-recorded it again in 2007 with the mandolin backing. Ooh, a mandolin, eh? weird that he did it both on seven years he knows his lord also okay. 10 years apart that is really weird i mean is it coincidence who knows did he do it purposely who knows did he do it subconsciously who knows who knows let's play a little bit of that song we're not gonna play the whole thing because it's long it's five minutes long it's also very monotone so be warned yes but here it is this is the newest version of the song i believe it's not the original Yeah. 
Post Logan Camp in Wexford County, where the Manistee River ran. Eleven lumberjacks near the Garland Swamp found an animal they thought was a dog. In a playful mood, they chased it around till it ran inside a hollow log. A logger named Johnson grabbed him a stick and poked around inside. Then the thing let out scream and came out. It stood upright. So, yeah, that's the song. <laughs> that's basically the whole damn thing, too. It's it's really not that entertaining. I mean, it's it exists. <laughs> you should hear it at least once in your life, but I don't think you're gonna listen to it on a daily basis. That's no, that's I'm my best. Definitely not like going. Oh, you know what song I need? The, the legend, because <laughs> <laughs> it's legendary. No, I mean I I don't I don't completely hate its guts, but I mean I also not like yeah that's a banger. But okay, so let's let's like let's live in the hypothetical realm for a little bit. All right. Yeah. Do you believe Dogman's real? Well, it makes me think about the story my dad told us on New Year's a couple years ago. Oh, how he saw that Christmas thing? episode. How he saw that thing in the woods that looked like a stump that was like moving towards him. I think of stories like that. Yeah, I mean, how many times do you think a hunter has been in the woods and they've seen something in the the ass crack of dawn that they can barely tell? I mean, I've hunted for years and i i can't say that i've ever seen something like that but i mean there's millions of hunters so think about how many acres of woods there are in michigan though tons so so much woods especially manistee itself just it, just national, that manistee yeah. national forest yeah just yeah. that forest yeah just that forest has enough land to hide something crazy like this yep i would believe it 100 percent. and then that's not even saying like how we were saying it could be some other type of cryptid that isn't dog man per se but it's literally like uh, a mammal that's living that we just don't know what it is yet i actually have a story from the Ma- manistee let's National go Forest. so trucker joe barger of 59 was driving and apparently he has a youtube channel Oh, we'll give it a shout out. What lurks beneath, and he has for three hundred and forty-two thousand cool subscribers. See, this is where it doesn't make sense because he uploaded September twelfth, twenty twenty-two, which doesn't fall in line with the Dogman legend. Nope. Quote from him: Even if you don't believe what I'm saying, it's truthful. It might be something you can draw on in the future in case you ever do have an experience with the Dogman which is an advantage I'd never had, which he said in the video. Uh, He's a six-year Army veteran who is transporting a 43,000-pound load of paper to a mill in northern Michigan through the forest on his typical route when he encountered Dogman on an evening in June. He said the encounter lasted 10 to 20 seconds. Interesting. He said he would swear on the Christian Bible that it is a hundred percent factual truth. Leading up to the encounter, Barger realized while driving he had an air leak. Wanting to fix it before he got too far in the forest, he stopped to take a look at it and went to the back of his trailer to fix the tire. The entire time he felt like he had a bad feeling and he started hearing vocalizations that were not natural sound he had never heard before and then he's seen someone shadowing the wood line 
Interesting. He said there was plenty of light to see. It was nowhere near getting dark yet. He was in bear country, so he perceived that he was seeing a black bear. Yeah, I would. As soon as he realized he was near a black bear, he got into his truck and was getting ready to go. As he was getting ready to go, he checked his mirrors, seeing that there was no traffic. He started up going up the hill, looked to his right side mirror, and he saw it. it was darker than it should be. There was a wolf heads the size of my window, and my windows were down, Berger said. He was trotting along next to me, and I was going about 20 to 25 miles per hour at the point, and he was stooping down on two legs, looking down inside my cabin. I'm at nine feet tall in my seat. His hands were coming up, scratching my windowsill. On my door handle, I could hear his claws. It said time slowed down. I thought it was in like an alternate reality or something because the creature like that does not exist in reality. I've never, as far as he had never, you know, experienced before. Yeah. Um, he had obviously heard of Bigfoot, but this was something that it's was on not a Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, he said Bigfoot has nothing on Dogman. It has a lot of sharp teeth, and this thing were like brilliant white. I'm guessing he's talking about his teeth. Yeah, I would guess that he's talking about his teeth, like big uh, old pearls. Three inch long fangs on bottom and top, pure black pointed ears. It had yellow eyes with the human like hands, probably 14 inches across. Wow. It was at least 10 feet tall. Wow. It had to be if it was looking down at him in his cabin of his semi. Now, are we, are we measuring tips of ears or the top of the skull? I think we're going straight to the eyes. Oh, it's still scary as hell. Because he said it was peering down at into him it, yeah, into, his, into cabin. his cabin. Yeah, that's fucked. Uh, I said it started sneering and making noises vocally. And you could tell it was intelligent just by its eyes the way it was looking around. you can yeah you can easily look into an animal's eyes and you can see the intelligence behind him uh, he did have a gun in his car uh he instantly wait did he shoot this thing did he draw his firearm and shoot he it? took two shots pop, pop. instantly went down i was looking at him and it was sliding into the weeds i almost point blank range so i'm pretty sure i got him through the eye orbit his Whoa. head was huge. Everything on this animal was black except its teeth and eyes. I wasn't really panicked, but it's the scariest I've ever been in my life. Assuming the creature was dead, he wanted to turn around and check so he wasn't make, you know, losing his mind. But right. a mile off the road, he found a spot large enough to turn his truck around. Wanted to make sure he'd killed it. He said in the video, I wanted to know more about what just occurred. Yeah, you put them brakes Almost on right there. Almost five minutes had passed in its place. Five minutes after shooting it, it was gone. In his place were a jeep and two people, Berger said. He was concerned about people being somewhat potentially dangerous, so he stopped to talk to them. They gave me a story that they were watching a few bears fighting each other. I was worried about them being outside with what had just happened, but I don't want to let them know what I'd just seen. He said he was in shock for a while. Most terrifying thing he's ever seen. Blah, 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 blah. I don't buy it. Interesting. Sorry, I'm not buying his tale. Uh, mm. uh, also, this article was by Angela Muka of the Midland Daily News. That's what I'm grabbing from. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's the upload date. 
it would have had to have been four years after. If he was so if sure, happened, if he only if Gogman sticks to his like. If that's part of the story, it has to be concrete for me. I feel like, like that, yeah. If it's always on a seven, there can be no sightings outside of What that. if it was on the seventh day of the month? It's always a year and a seven, though. It's true. It's literally part of the legend. So my my thing that doesn't make me believe it very, very rigorously is it's everybody that ever says anything about Dogman says he's like seven, eight feet tall. But like 14 feet tall? 10. 10. I mean, 10, 14, I mean, it's not that big of a difference. It's still quite, it's quite a bit bigger than what other people. It's nine feet to the seat in his cab and it was peering down to him. So it had to be been at taller. least 10 foot. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's still, it just, it seems more big than what it needs to be. The dates don't line up. Uh, uh-uh. and, um, if you shoot it and you see it go down and you're, you say you're scared, but you're not scared, and you go turn around. You put the brakes right on. You put two two bullets into its face. You put the brakes on, and you go check. I hate to say, I hate to be like that guy, but it's and, like, yeah. I mean, what company lets their employees drive around with a, gun? a firearm? Yeah, uh, I don't think many. I, I like, don't know if truck drivers I, can or not. I don't know how that works. Well, because the laws are different everywhere you go. So, like, if you're a long-haul truck driver and you drive, like, multiple states, like, I don't know if you're allowed to carry in Michigan and then you leave to Ohio. Are you still allowed to carry because you got your permit in Michigan? Right. I don't know. I don't know how don't, that works. I don't know that much. I know you can carry guns across state lines, but, like, in a company truck, like... Yeah, I wouldn't believe that they really want you to be carrying in a company truck. Or, like, I don't think most companies themselves would be like, I want to be liable for you for waving a gun around. Right. Not saying that he's doing that. No, and but... he's an army vet, so obviously he knows wh- how to handle himself. But I don't know, man. But at the same time, the thing that gives it more validation for me is, yes, it is black bear country, but black bears are not that big. Like they're big, yeah, but they're they're not no fucking. Michigan bears are not that big. No, like I, I average probably two hundred and fifty pounds. I was gonna say three hundred pounds max, probably. Like we're talking a large black bear is only like five hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, I like the most of the bears that I've seen that are wild bears, and I mean they're it's like two hundred. I was gonna say, and this is maybe very very few and far between that we will bear. see these two because you don't see them in the part of Michigan we live in, Friel. You maybe do, but they're like cubs still, if you do. So I I just, I haven't had much experience seeing anything like that. So I don't know what I believe. I've seen one wild black bear in my life. Yep, me too. I've only seen one. And that was, it was over by my dad's house on one of the side roads. And it was still a very adolescent bear. Yeah, mine was like a cub by itself. Mm -hmm. Wandering was, like the suburban streets, basically. No, I was I was hunting. Oh, ours was, was in, in a suburbia. I was in the Manistee National Forest. Yeah, which uh, that's if you I I do like that the story took place there because that gives it that gives it the most validity because of the area it is because it literally is just a full on dense fucking forest. Yeah, the forest is. If you're not familiar with the Manistee National Forest, it's the only national forest we have here in Michigan. It's massive. It's basically, the entire state. Yeah, and it's massive. The north half. It. yeah yeah like if you if you're traveling through michigan you you'll know once you get close to manistee because there's next to nothing like it's it's just barren woods based like i mean he was smart for checking his tire before he drove through because he probably wasn't going to see it if he popped tire or something he'd been screwed he'd have been out there yeah. for a long time it's gonna take 
someone a couple hours to get to you. Very much so. So I mean, I do want to put belief in it, but I also I just don't believe. I don't I don't give it a lot of credit because it just doesn't seem that believable to me. I believe that the the legend could be very true. Like I hate calling him a liar, but you can't call a kettle black without you know what I mean, like having some knowledge of what's going on here. Story and, is a story, I guess, right? Yeah. Did he see it? Did he shoot it? Maybe he did, but you didn't get the body done. Where the blood, you know, where is anything? Like where where's the if it's if it's fucking ten feet tall, like there's gonna be an impact. Like something moving twenty five miles an hour that's ten feet tall, probably like that thing had to weigh a lot a lot too. Unless it was like sickly skinny. Like completely emaciated. Hello and welcome to WGBITN Channel 10 Nightly News. This is your host, Rick Van Winkle, and tonight we have a very special, special dogman for you. We are in the northwestern part of the Michigans, the Mitten as they call it there, smitten by the Mitten, and they've been saying there's this howl in the night coming to creep through your windows take your children and eat your families billy where, where are you right now billy oh rick i'm out in the forest in manistee national forest buddy manistee you say billy oh my what's so manistee about it well i mean there's lots of trees they're green they're tall there's a whole lot of nothing out here actually i don't know why it's you know Important. Oh, you lovable idiot. What are, what are you doing out there? Well, I'm trying to find the dog, man. I keep walking around with a bag of treats, but it's nowhere to be found. Have you called him? Have you have you done the... Here, boy! There you go. That's, that's what I mean, Billy. Come on, boy. Come here. Oh! Oh, he's howling. There's someone's dogs out here in the woods, Ricky. We might, we might have to cut it out till we get this dog taken care of. I think I'm going to call it a pound. Uh, Billy, we don't pay you to look pretty on the camera. We pay you to get the shots. Now you find that dog, man, and you get the shot. Here, dog man. Here, doggy, doggy, doggy. Whoa. Hey, Rick. Is uh, anyone out here with yellow eyes or something? Billy, this is what I'm talking about. We pay you for the content. Now you go pet that dog, man. Do do I pet him? What if he is a guy? Like, am, am that be I weird? seeing this right? Does that does he have a bare chest? But the head Billy. of a dog? Billy. Does he talk? folks wgbitn channel 10 news bringing you nothing but the heat that was once again the dog man of michigan and if you haven't heard it you should listen to the legend 
Because the legend of the dog man is real. Once again, this has been WGBITN Channel 10 Nightly News. Rick Van Winkle, signing off. Stay classy, Michigan. Did we just get... fuck was that? What was that? What just happened? Why does this happen to us at the most inopportune times? And now there's a cat yelling at me. What is happening? Catman of Michigan. The Catman of Michigan. We got children. We got cats. We got kids telling us that they see Bigfoot ghosts and scary deer. I had a dream about that. <laughs> oh my goodness. She is so desensitized to it and I love it. I just, I cannot wait for the day that she goes to school and she's telling all of her little friends about how she knows all about the dog man, all about ghosts. She's been on ghost hunts. She's seen Your the big first parent teacher conference is going to be great. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I get to sit there and be like, yeah, I'm a weirdo. What about it? My kid's awesome. Eat ass. <laughs> Smoke grass, eat ass, boys and girls. <laughs> oh man, I love it. But we are we are approaching Christmas hard and fast. Yeah, only ten days away. And yeah, I'm gonna bring this up now. We did Krampus. We did other like Christmassy type of stories and whatnot. We did. Do you th- like? I wa- we should put up a poll to see if anybody finally does anything for us. If they want to hear Christmas stories, like. We sit in front of a fire, like a fireplace. We get our hot cocoa. We put on some footy pajamas and we read you a Christmas story. Or the real nutcrackers. The real nutcrackers. Or do you guys want us to find another like Christmassy type of topic from another like country or even or something? Or I don't know if there's like a Hanukkah ghost. Or like a Kwanzaa thing, you know what I mean? Like right, all these dark Christmas stuff. Yeah, like or like uh, like do like a scary Grinch thing. Okay. But yeah, let us know. Check out our Facebook page for that post. It's probably where we'll put it. And also, let us know what you want us to cover next year. We're getting to the new year, twenty twenty three. We literally and have like twenty days. If there's something, you know new that you want us to cover let us know about it and we will make it an episode you want to be on the podcast hit us up at what goes bump podcast at gmail.com i've 100 percent been thinking about it i want to do more interviews this year and i want to have people come out and talk to us like they like when we first started how we had a, a lot of our our close friends come and tell us their their personal stories i love that shit i want more of it don't be afraid we don't bite i promise I promise. Um, also, shout out to Danny uh, for having his surgery and it going well and yes. hope for a speedy recovery. Same here. Glad to see that he came out the other side. Yeah, I love that man. Good. Married me. He's been nothing but an honorable, amazing man. And I wish him nothing but the best. So, with all that out of the way, I'd say Dogman, real or not real? It bumps. It bumps. I'd say I say it gets the part the passive approval. I, I would like Dogman to be real because it's Michigan's thing. No one else has it. Honey badgers. Honey badgers. I did actually watch a YouTube video where they were looking for Dogman in Kentucky. In Kentucky? Well, 
They never had any. Nothing happened in the video, but it was well done. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could even say that Dogman might be a Michigan thing. But if it's an undiscovered species that's intelligent and it's not being found like a Bigfoot, makes a lot of sense to me. Could really be anywhere that has woods and dogs and man. And man. Is Dogman actually a werewolf or is that different? I'd classify it as a lichen. Like lichen. straight up. Yeah, a lichen is a Skinwalker werewolf. Skinwalker maybe? Uh, if it if it's if it's tied in American Native American lore, I would probably say it's most likely under like the Wendigo, Skinwalker, you know, flesh pedestrian like category at that point. That's the only logical explanation that I would have for it. Or is it an alien? They could visit every reptile, seven years. Reptile aliens are real, so why couldn't literally dogmen be alien reels? We never know, honestly. We'll never know. So if you have your own dogman story, let us know about it. We'd love to hear. And remember, you can find us on all podcast listening platforms. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcast, Deezer, Pandora. We're on Deezer. Deezer nuts. Deezer's nuts. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube, Facebook. You can freaking find us everywhere that you listen to podcasts. We ain't kidding. Just we Google What Goes Bump in the Night podcast. Yeah, we actually are like top search now for that on Google. So that's pretty fucking cool to see that you type in our name and literally our podcast is right there. Give your merch to some of the cool, cool, cool family and friends that you have because they will love it. Yeah, we have coffee mugs. Those are great Christmas gifts. Sweaters, because the weather is definitely turning sour again, and it's fucking sleeting right now. Yeah. So. Every size, basically, even children's stuff. Yeah, we got a couple, like, stuffed animals, too. We got a dog and a bear. We even got stuff for your dogs. Yeah, we even got a bandana for your dog. So, deck them out this Christmas with What Goes Bump Night merch. Deck your halls with our merch. Poor shame hard yeah, we need to make more money. Can we, we make a shirt anything. that says poor shame hard? <laughs> what goes bump the night in the back just says poor shame. <laughs> <laughs> With our cash apps. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I mean, we're not making a profit off this, guys. Like, but, don't think we're just trying to re-rob you here. But we will be back pretty much every week from now on, I think. Yeah, I think we're going to get back on a good schedule. Everything's been super hectic because it's been leading into the holidays. We literally just had Thanksgiving. I've been working 50-plus hours a week. Yeah, we just haven't had time to, to make it work lately. It's been hard. We've but. done what we could, but, I mean, outside of doing remote recording, which the last time we did it, my audio was not very great, and it, yeah. I wasn't super happy with that. So unless we can find a better way to do it, which I don't see anything in the foreseeable future until we get more equipment even maybe. But even then, I'd still rather do it in person. So Yeah, we just feed off each other better when we're in person together. 100%. So that's just how it is. But remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. Bye. I did tell Trevor I just wanted to howl on this episode. It's the best. Love you.